man. Do you remember the times when the rattlers sucked? Do you remember the time? For Willie was the coach. <laughs> man, look, do y'all remember? Because, uh, look, y'all be trying to fire my coach. Man, we used to suck. <laughs> I don't know another nice way to say it. We just got to be real about it. But now, <laughs> it's up. And it's fangs up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! And that might be the knockout punch. Mm-mm. Let me touch my cup tonight. It is dirty. Look, I ain't gonna lie. Brother had some Seagram's left over for Halloween and uh, grabbed a little Bacardi lemon. Man, look, uh, this is the Seagram's wild berry with the Bacardi lemon. Yeah, man. That's all I got for you. Look, don't take it the wrong way. But that one's good. Uh, <laughs> but HBCU Digital Network, this is home. home. Home to Herb Seward and the Black Techies. Also home to the Fangs Up Podcast. Man, uh, I mean, a lot of y'all. Look, I, I'm about to see what this Rattles Plus is doing in about an hour or two. And uh, I'm going to get ready for this game. Right, we about to see, you know, might do a little something, something. But um, today... A change has come to Tallahassee, and part of the reason is, if you saw me at work, you, you would have seen me actually wearing my FSU attire, uh, just because I'm, I'm saving some for next week. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Next week, classic week, I'm wearing family clothes every day of the week. I Look, he may have to come up off them glasses, too, you know. Just he, I know they're his. I borrow them. But, uh, yeah. He may have to come about the glasses for the classic. But uh, this week, I, you know, I went on with it. But um, we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about some of these signings. Like, recruiting went real nice on your city. If you're a Rattler, it was a good thing. Also, the bowling team, we're going to talk about some of their events, track team, baseball, softball, men's, women's basketball. And I see y'all when the season starts. And when I mean the season, I mean conference, uh, volleyball. And then, of course, we're going to finish talking about football. I looked at that Lincoln game a little bit. Uh, they're not good. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> but uh, family bowling, got the Sonic Boom invitation taking place. You obviously know if it says Sonic, then boom. It's probably in Jackson. It is. Friday through Sunday. That's probably going to be online. Uh, I'm going to give the swag and somebody some credit. And I probably might not give the swag that much credit. But normally the FAMU bowling games are live stream online. So 
Don't be surprised if you see that. That's gonna be a thing. Track, track got a signing. Look, look, we got a whole bunch of new baby rattlers coming into the fold. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Let me see if I can just get the window wretched. Oh, let me swatch swatch it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can actually see all these on the fifth quarter. FQ family Twitter page. I already see Ariana Latson. Not only she committed, well, these rattlers signed. So y'all going on get these rattlers some love, you know, your local chapters. If you see them in the streets, you know, you know, hit them with the customary. How you doing, Rattler? And just in case you can't see it, look, there she go signing. Look like she's a hurdler. A family track and field. Look, the uh the rich get richer. And a new commitment to this program, yo, that's something. Considering the plans for Bragg and some of the ideas that are had here, consider on the master plan, Bragg's supposed to become a track stadium. Supposed to get a new football stadium. So that could be pretty nice. I mean, if you consider where Bragg is now, you convert that to a track and field facility. It's actually a decent facility. Like, as a football stadium, it's okay. I mean, it's good as far as the stands. The biggest problems are like field house and that kind of stuff. But if we get a new football stadium, let's go. Let's go. I think that's what Kofi would say. I'm just going to say. Um, so, yeah, man. But congratulations. So, let's see who we got next. Who we got next? Okay. Look, family baseball, couple signings. Couple signings. So let me see. Let me get that back right. There we go. Joshua Bell, he signed. And I love the picture. Whoever did that, you got him at a good time. Like, got him faced up, looked up. I hate I missed this, though, man. This is, okay, it's not Orlando. But for those that are like my dad, it's Orlando. <laughs> like, if you, if you tell my dad, or, you know, he's coming to see his son, where he's going, he's going to Orlando. He's not going to say the real name of the city I live in. I, and I just say Orlando for that purpose. But this kid goes to West Orange. West Orange is actually in Winter uh, Winter Garden. I almost said Winter Haven. Uh, Winter Garden is West Orange County. Uh, is it? I ain't going to lie. When y'all come down for the Classic next week, if you happen to be on the west side of town, um, there's a spot called Twisty Treats. My man. That's the ice cream spot. The other spot is Jeremiah's. But... On the west side, you know, the best side of Orange County, Twisty Treats is a place. Like, yeah, definitely hit them up. Also, if you on the if you already in that area, especially like Saturday morning, way before the game, go to the Crooked Can. Like, Crooked Can is like a brewery, uh, but they also have barbecue restaurant, Three Little Piggies, the place is fire. Um, okay, it's good. The banana pudding is fire. Like that, that dude, man, he put his leg in it. They also got an empanada spot in there. They got like a quick service dono place. And they also have like a farmer's market up there. So it's pretty cool though. So, but all that's in that Winter Garden area right there by, or not far from West Orange High School. So big commitment. You can see Rattler State is strong in the 407, especially at West Orange County. And so if you know, you know kind of deal. So McCoy High School is on the west, west side as well. Another one. Ooh, another one. 
So you can see right here, Corey Fortson. Look, look, you know, for some of y'all that don't want to be like, oh, okay. Another baseball player. And look, look, I like the little graphic there. Look, look like, okay, he about to, he about to hit something. So another guy, big for the baseball team. Oh, I'm sorry. The SWAC champion baseball team. <laughs> y'all got about four more months. I'm on your behind. <laughs> I'm enjoying these championships. We only been in conference like three years. Another one, Justin Lopez. I'm sorry. Another one. <laughs> you gotta say it like Cali. But look, we get another one, Justin Lopez. Infielder. Look, hey, baseball. If we had some freaking facilities, man, we'd be all right. Like we good. But man, we'd be a whole lot better if we had some freaking facilities. But another commitment there. And you can start to see where. All right, and you baseball, baby, softball, doing a few things. Now we got another one. Now this one for softball. Okay, look at it. I see you. Braxton Battle, class 24. She is signed. Uh, so, look, I'm proud. I'm happy. Or oh, committed. She said she committed. So, look, I'm hoping for this program to do some things. Show me something. <laughs> don't let a brother down also volleyball uh, volleyball and they're gonna finish the season against cookman but before that let's get us a commitment from look at this look at that I'm telling you bring in more and more the rich get richer hope oh, you ain't part um in the recruiting wise, in the recruiting space. Now, basketball wise, I, look, y'all saw it this morning. <laughs> I had jokes, and I'm being real with you. I have very low expectations because I have a level of disdain, or dislike for anybody. I'm a realist. Y'all just, if you hadn't been watching the show long, am a realist and i'm not gonna lie to you about what i think this program is it's just to get clicks and just to get views i'd rather tell you the straight up truth and tell you as manly woodson used to say i'm gonna tell you like a tst is it's truth it's, it's gonna be a long season <laughs> uh, and especially until the regular season starts and you're overly upset about it i'm gonna tell you like I really don't think you're a real fan if you sitting there. Okay, now I shouldn't say real, rational. You're not a rational fan about this team losing games. Like, you're just not, to me. We lost to Tennessee. So we're gonna swap mics. That's why you carry two. Cause I felt like this one went out like a couple times. And then they just be it's a it's a Thursday. So sometimes that kind of stuff happens. Now I don't want to turn off. So let's see. There we go. Look, I know this one's on. <laughs> but um 
Yeah, I was saying, if you're a rational family fan, you're not upset about the outcome. You you understand. You're real about it. And, excuse me, you definitely understand that the season's going to start off kind of rough. It's not going to be the season that many of us wanted to be. It's going to be a lot of what we feared. Be some tail whippings. And until the team kind of gels and gets together and grows together, it's not going to get better. So that first game against Tennessee, 93-64 loss. Then Middle Tennessee, 93-48. to And, I, I, you know, sometimes the best way to deal with frustration and adversity is to laugh at it. And when you get whipped like that, that's all you can do, man. Like just you can laugh at it. You can understand it. Man, 105 to 54 loss. Yeah, Creighton's really good. Number 18 in the nation. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you on that. Like, they're good. If you're getting upset about losing to number 18 in the nation like that, you, you're not realizing that we, we brought in a, a solid team. I mean, you know, or a new team. Sorry. Uh, we played a solid team. How's it going, Mark? Mark sent it high. How's it going? And look, man, you talk, I talk bad. Uh, but again, if you're a real basketball fan, you understand when you play high level teams like Crane, you're going to catch a L. Like it kind of is what it is. Like we can be honest about it or we can lie. Let's be real. That's So, yeah, once conference play starts, it's going to get a lot better. But until then, it's going to be kind of rough, you know. So, oh, I'm pretty sure that's my former student, Martin. How's it going, Martin? Miss you in class, man. But, um, yeah, it, it's just one of those things. Season-wise, basketball is going to be basketball. Now, men's basketball, they're playing right now. We have the University of Nebraska. Good luck. <laughs> I think it's gonna be another L. Just, just gonna be real about that. I, I can lie to you. If I can tell you the truth. Now, as far as the volleyball team, look, we gotta get. We got BCU on Friday. I need that win. I need that. Like we ruined their senior night. They can't be getting no get back on me. I, mm -mm. I don't want that. Especially going to the classic. Going to the classic week. I want to be able to talk trash. I want to be able to talk all the trash, all the noise. I want to have some fun, big smoke. Like, I'm here for it. We're going to be able to see what it's going to be. Now, football. Look, I almost ruined it. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> look, I want to make me small and make them big courtesy. HBCU game day. Uh, look, they didn't pay me to say this. <laughs> I'm just, you see it. I see it. Well, Kaiba High School's own Junior Muratovic. If you're not familiar, uh, what Kaiba High School is here in Orange County, uh, but they are the Mustangs. Junior will be starting. This is not his first start. Uh, Junior started after that, you know, first OBC kind of struggled. 
Now you're going to play against a team in Lincoln where you really should win. Like This is a game where there are no excuses. When you watch this game, you watch this team, you're going to see why. Now, why is that? Because Lincoln's not very good, and Lincoln is literally playing with one arm tied behind their backs. Uh, they, they are a Division II team, 0-11 on the, on the season. Head coach is also athletic director. They play no home games. Now, when I, when I watched it, be honest with y'all, I watched the Southern Utah game. Uh, and that was the last game they played. It was okay. You know, uh, but I will say this about their offense. It's, it's, it's a spread. Like, and one of the first thing I noticed, I'm like, Dave, they're going to challenge your DBs. But then I started looking and I paid a little more attention. And it wasn't so much that they were challenging the DBs. It was more so that they were trying to use the spread offense and the concepts of the spread to be able to spread out or spread out the defense so that they could give their offensive line some help. Because their offensive line, we could just be, keep it a whole buck. Their offensive line is extremely overmatched. And especially going against FAMU's defensive line, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be a fun game for them. And you're going to kind of watch, even when you watch that Southern Utah game, you notice size-wise, the Jimmys and the Joes ain't there. Now, offensive line, it wasn't quite as drastic. But again, offensively, I didn't see it. Now, their quarterback, I kind of liked him. Like, if, if I'm being real with it. Like, I kind of like him as a quarterback. Is he accurate? Not really. <laughs> Is he, like, the best quarterback on the field? Not at all. But does he make do with what he has? He kind of does. Like, I, you know, he was all right. Like, one of the things that I liked about, about him and watching his game, he was willing to take the ball and just run. Like, hey, I get what I get. If I don't get much. That's enough. But it was actually refreshing to see that. He's a dual threat quarterback. But again, he ain't no Dan Marino. <laughs> like, like a little more Chad Pennington. But he ain't got a he ain't got a strongest arm. <laughs> like it's not the ball will get there, but just barely. Like he threw a lot of wounded ducks. And if I'm a corner in this game. I'm playing FAMU. Man, my eyes are this big. I'm over there looking like, oh, we're going to throw a pick. I'm just waiting to get me one. Now, what? Like, because this, this, yeah, their offensive line is going to struggle against our D-line. Even with what we're going to do. And we're going to run a zone defense. But you're going to be able to put so much in front of you in this game that you, you ought to get some highlights. Like, there ought to be some people dancing. Billy White Shoes, Sims moments, doing the hump, the butt, whatever else you want to call it. But look, the Marshall 100 should be tired right in this game. Like, all right, we did everything we could. I, I just think that they do run the ball, but even against Southern Utah, they were getting stuffed. And I didn't think the defensive line was as good as FAMU's when I looked at Southern Utah and compared them to FAMU. I definitely felt like FAMU's team was better. Now, what you did see in the Southern Utah game, it was that was very telling was that they had some penalties that 
actually kept looking at the game longer than they should have. You have to mitigate that. Right? We've seen where FAMU in the last game, we hit over 100 yards in penalties. Can't have that. You got to cut that out, got to cut that down. But you also can start to look like, hey, respect is given when respect is earned. But offensively, man, it's it's a struggle for me to sit up there and respect them. Like outside of the fact that they, they're men, uh, that's that's all you're getting out of me. Like, look, let me hit my. Mm. I told y'all, um, Bacardi Lemon and the uh, the little spritzer thing, whatever things. Uh, man, yeah, that makes it. Yeah, that made it. That's the the berry berry. Uh, it ain't smearing off one of them. Anyways, but um, what's yeah, he, uh, yeah. I ain't driving nowhere. <laughs> but it was, it was just kind of interesting to watch. I think family's position position is not even close. Now defensively, <laughs> run the ball. <laughs> like, it, what's the little uh, thing where it's like do 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 run. That, that's it, like, honestly. And I think that's part of why Junior plays is because this is a game where you could literally run for 500 yards. Just look at their D-line versus your O-line. You're going to have backups playing across the offensive line. You should still road grade these guys and move them all across the field. They are very undersized. They're going to try to shoot gaps. You're, you're going to have to stay gap sound, limit penalties. Well, you can really run the ball all day and tomorrow morning. Like it's, it should be anything less than two hundred and twenty yards rushing is unacceptable. That that's just me. Passing wise, if Junior gives me one one seventy five, I'm good. And that's not speaking like against Junior. Um, y'all know I like Junior. Like I'm okay with Junior, but at the same point. This is a game where I think Junior can put up some decent stats. I, I think this is a game where I said last week, I don't need to see Musa. And I was okay with Musa playing until halftime. Musa not playing at all is even better. And it's not because I don't like him. It's because I want him healthy. I, I think a healthy Musa in the Florida Classic, man, nah, I think that's pretty fun. Like, let him come out this senior night, sit up there with the family, enjoy the game. Like, I, I'm big on that. Like, um, yeah. So, if my mom's watching, I gave I gave the parking pass to my cousin. <laughs> She'll have it up there on Friday. Uh, but, yeah, it's like, that's just, that's where I'm at with that. Receiver-wise, their secondary didn't show me much. Like, I, I'm just being real with y'all. Like, again, y'all know, I'm, I'm going to be real with you for a lot of you. I don't think this. I don't think their secondary is below average, but this is a secondary you should dominate. Like you're out talenting this team, you're at home. It's senior night. Like all these different things. And how's it going, Tambra? Good to see you again. But it's just one of those games where I think you should. I think you should blow them out. Like there's no position here where I think you're not superior. And then furthermore, we saw where this is a game where you can fix some things on special teams. But this is the last game. You saw that you, you you showed some things on special teams. You should get a block kick out of this because 
Lincoln struggles in kicking. I go back and watch that Southern Utah game. You hear the commentators say it like seven times. Like, Lincoln doesn't trust their kicker. Lincoln doesn't trust their kicker. Well, I mean, the man said it six, seven times. There's something to it. Just saying. Uh, and they did not trust their kicker. So, in this one, man, I always hesitate to give a 50-burger to FAMU. So, I'm going to say 45 to 14. I think somebody makes some boo-boos, uh, maybe early or late, and the secondary gets beat. But I think we dominate this team. Now, part of this, I also want to talk about life before and after Willie. And you look, you would have think, you would have thought Willie knew this was coming because you watched the uh, <laughs> you watched the twenty twenty club thing, the two twenty club. Man, he was over there. I'm like, man, coach, you ain't supposed to say all that. But um. Hey, right now we're eight, eight and one. Like we're on pace for our fourth consecutive nine one season. But man, life before Willie was bad. Like we had oh what a half decade of futility. Like let's go back. Last year nine and two. Couldn't beat Jackson. Couldn't beat USF. I think yeah, Jackson USF. Uh, Twenty one. Jackson, USF, Southeastern. 19, a combination of stuff. I think that's UCF and somebody else. 18, 5 and 5. Willie's never had a losing season at FAMU. Before that, the Alex Woods era. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know when to say coaches' names because I don't want y'all to like really think I don't like some of these dudes. I don't like their productivity. Alex was three and eight, four and seven, one and ten. Like, that's what five, eight wins. Willie Simmons has more wins than he had in, in one season than Woods had his entire time at family. Like, yeah, trash. Record wise, record wise. Uh, <laughs> the Earl Holmes era, that was another dud. Look. Three and nine, three and nine. Didn't finish one of the seasons. Family gets sued at the end. And I think he won the lawsuit for like wrongful termination, something crazy like that. Like <sighs> Joe Taylor. Joe Taylor, he didn't finish right, but before his that last season, he was seven and four. Like that four and seven happened. I was definitely on team like let Joe go. The seven and four did happen the season before. So you're talking about we had man about a half decade of sorry. Like, I mean, we got it right before Florida State did, but at the same point, a lot of times, man, look, let me go and hit my drink one more time. We forget how good it is. Cause once that's gone, guess what? I'd be like, man, that was all right. But while I'm drinking, I'm like, man, that's good. That's we solid. But you know what? The drink I had before was better. I think sometimes we get to be prisoners of the moment. I, I like you. I do get frustrated with some of the play calls. You know, the screens, uh, especially some of the screens that look like they're about to be interceptions. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, never mind. I can't say that part because he's cussing. <laughs> but, um, it's just one of those things where when it's you're looking at 
a nine and two program last year, nine and three the year before, nine and two the year before that. Man, Willie just came in and flipped this program real, real quick. Like, and he flipped it in a lot of ways. He flipped it in facilities. He flipped it, not just him. Let me fix that. The facilities got flipped while he was here. A lot of that goes to the donations of you. Like Rattler Boosters, they don't get enough credit. Rattler Boosters do a whole lot. Like y'all go look at what Mr. Selvin Cobb's been doing. They doing muscle milk. They making donations. Look, go check out the Rattler Booster website. And if you ain't interested, just go check what they doing from a small group. Become a member, donate. The National Alumni Association, you know, you got different groups that are doing things that are helping to push different initiatives. But you're looking at really the 220 Club and the boosters that are championing a lot of things. But we're also seeing where these things are turning into results. One of the things, and I, I, I work with Coach Hayes. So if you get to watch Coach Hayes podcast, man, Coach Hayes is like that all day long. Like he is literally like that. That dude is that funny all day long. But he's also that honest. And one of the things that we were talking about just off, off radio was how people don't often understand how investing in the program is what really turns the program. Look at the investments that FAMU was getting before versus the investments that we're getting now into the football program. But look at the results we're getting. Your donations, your contributions, whatever you want to say to Rattler Athletics and the groups that support Rattler Athletics are now turning into championships. You'll see where Rattler Boosters, and I'm not trying to push Rattler Boosters on you. If you don't want to, that's cool. But I want to make sure I celebrate them. Right, that's one of those things for me. Uh, you can definitely ask Martin. <laughs> I'm not going to ride you if I can't praise you. And I feel like this is something where Look, let's get him a praise break. You go back your tambourine and all the other stuff, but give them a praise break because you're seeing championships. You're seeing where, oh man, cross country doesn't have a tent. We're going to buy a tent. Cross country wins the championship. Dang. Okay. Players getting hurt. Muscle milk. Let's get the players some muscle milk. All of a sudden, championship football program. Like you're starting to see where the investing into this family product is turning into family championships. And it's just something that when you start looking back at life before Willie got here, it's very interesting. And it's one of those things where it's easy to look at Willie Simmons and almost see him as a prodigal son because he is the guy that leads Tallahassee. Like, some of y'all forgot. Like, that's okay. Look, y'all know I do. Uh, you can argue with um, – you can argue with men and women all you want to. I argue with stats and argue with data. So, you know, it's an oldie but a goodie. But uh, this is an article from 2000. Really, bro? You like. So, uh, valued recruits found in Florida. Simmons, one of 12 to come play for Clemson. So, go go check out Willie Simmons. Like, if you don't, don't believe me, just watch. Like, Willie Simmons was that, that deal. Willie Simmons was that dude. Like, Willie Simmons was mentioned by people like Mel Kuyper as being a freshman that was a dude. Like, okay, you don't believe me? Freshman keeps Clemson unblemished. 
Oh, yo, look, and it don't take long for you to get there. Talking about Woody Dantzler, then all of a sudden, red shirt freshman from Quincy, Florida. Like Willie Simmons was that dude. <laughs> like, like y'all don't realize Willie Simmons was like an all-state quarterback. So yeah, you know, it's easy for us to kind of look over and see like all these things have gone well for him. And we, we may not see the sum of the parts for seeing the whole. And this isn't me trying to like just do a Willie Simmons pat on pat on your back special. But this is something to sit up here and say, yo, let's appreciate what you got. Like in a moment, you get you got a quarterback that wanted to come back to FAMU that really gets cheated out of the experience that comes back and becomes a coach and then comes back to FAMU and all of a sudden he gets everything that he really never got in college or high school. Willie, Willie doesn't win the state championship at, at Shanks. He, he doesn't win the national championship at Clemson. But he comes back home, comes to FAMU, and he gets a conference championship. Like, when's the last time Willie had a conference championship? Like, probably high school, division, something like that. Now you're the head coach. And you got, you know, air quotes, national titles. Like, you you go from a sometimes under-resourced program to a sometimes under-resourced program, but in spite of you still winning championships. Like, I think sometimes we forget, like, like just look at Willie's coaching staff. Willie's coaching staff has some of the arguably greatest high school athletes that came out of the Big Ben area in a mighty long time. You got Pat Watkins, who was a freak, like athletically, so 6'4", DB safety, goes to Florida State, goes to the NFL. <laughs> like you got Coach Riz, who was, he was solid in his time. Like you start looking around, you got coaches who have connections, who have experience that are all coming back to FAMU. And some of them are gonna get poached again. It's going to happen. But then you got this one head coach that's kind of there doing his thing. So it, it's just interesting to kind of see and look at the before times and see where we had these guys who had NFL pedigree and all these different things. You get a guy who he plays arena football. Like Willison has played arena ball when you go back and look. So he's played professional football before. But you kind of get to see that the prodigal son did kind of come home. And I don't know how much of that is the prodigal son, but the hometown hero, he lived it out. And it's not even his hometown so much as it's like the place next to his hometown. He does it in front of the family, you know, where his family is, you know, not far from where his mom and dad were. He's doing all these amazing things. He's getting these accolades. He's getting recognized for doing so much. And it's just, to me, it's really interesting just to see that. And it kind of highlight, like that was one of the things that I was asking him about in the post game. You know, I was like, man, what were some of the, you know, I asked him about recruiting, but just the growth of the program. And he was like, yeah, man, like it's really cool to feel so supported. And especially from, Gaston County. If you're not familiar, 
Gaston ain't the richest county in the state. Probably one of the blackest, but it ain't necessarily the, the richest. But just saying how it's, you know, kind of interesting and surreal to have this experience. And, you know, just talking about how it's just taking a, a village for it to grow. And sometimes I don't think we in Rattler Nation realize we are part of the village. Like, we are the people who promote our program. But we're also the people who make donations to our program. We want to see it grow. Answer. But then I also loved, like, I asked him about the FAMU experience. I thought either I did or St. Clair did. And he was talking about everything happens in God's time. And I, I got to fix that G. I wrote small G because I was in a hurry. Big G. And how Willie Simmons, he could have easily, in my opinion, taken that time to feel jaded, to feel, you know, just like I got cheated. You know, this didn't go right. That didn't go right. He didn't do that. He was like, I'm appreciative for what it is. You know, he applied for 15 for the job in 2015. Didn't get it. Goes to Prairie View. Resurrects that program. Then he gets the job in 2018, and he's thankful for the opportunities. And you're seeing that. I think the proof is in the pudding. Because I think if Willie's not truly, I don't want to say thankful, but I don't. I think if he doesn't have maybe that connection he has to the area and to the university, man, what is Willie in Colorado with Prime? Like, is he somewhere else? Like, it's just some of those questions that you have to ask. And you have to wonder out loud, like, how long can FAMU keep this gym? Because for everything Willie is and everything Willie ain't, one thing you're not going to say is that he's not a winner. But as soon as the winner, point blank period, you can argue with your emotions or you can argue with the stats. He's a winner. And in many cases, Willie Simmons has won more games than one singular season than some previous family coaches have in their entire time at the university, which is crazy. So it's going to be interesting, y'all. Um, but this is my time because, look, I got to meet with some of, some of the cast. You know, we're going we gonna to do a little something, something after. But HBCU Digital Network, this home, home nerd student black techies. We're going to do an instant reaction. I'm going to get with Brian from the ONG Strike Zone. See, you know, you might see somebody you recognize again if we do a, a watch party again. If not, I'm watching from home. I ain't a lot of y'all. I don't do Florida State, Miami. Don't do it. I don't go home for it. It's just not a game that's ever interested me, especially after working at Florida State. <laughs> I told somebody, I was like, that is the one time of the year where they literally tell you, get off our campus. <laughs> and I am so happy to oblige. I don't do drunk people at those kind of spirited events and those kind of robberies. That ain't me. So, but see y'all again, instant reaction. And then don't forget Sunday at seven o'clock, 7 p.m. That's when we do the show we did. If you're familiar with the old time, you're like, wait, the show's already over? Yeah, 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 yeah. Seven o'clock on Sunday is when it is. And uh, look, it's gonna be some fun to be had. Good to see you again, Mark, Martin, uh, uh, Mark, sorry. Um, it is Martin, yeah. Uh, also, Tamara, good to see you again. Hey, Miss Williams. So, and as always, man, this about to be fangs up, baby. Swag champions, let's go. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding?
HBCUs are mostly known for academic rigor, community. They also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! 